Welcome to the Team Building Podcast, where you'll learn how to build a dominant real estate team in your market. Featuring masterminds with team leaders and mega agents, plus in-depth interviews with operations managers and marketing directors of some of the top teams in the country. You'll learn the latest methods to generate and convert leads, streamline your operations, recruit and train better agents, and raise your profit. And now, here's the latest Team Building Podcast. What is up, everybody? It's Matt Johnson. We're back with another episode of the Team Building Podcast. We've got a great, great episode with you uh, for you today because we've got a great guest who has essentially doubled his volume uh, over 2016 to 2017, as well as doubling his team. We're going to talk about exactly how he's done it uh, and uh, kind of the journey that he's gone on. And uh, so we've got Robbie Bro with us today. Unfortunately, Jeff Cohn, the man, the myth, the legend, is uh, not with us today. He is on a uh, he's on a cruise, an incentive cruise, with some of the Omaha. Elite agents, and so we're joined by Andy Cuny, the uh, the secondary man, the the other myth and legend. I don't know what to call you, Andy. I got to make something up for you. Andy Cuny, what's up? Hey, man, it's awesome to be here. And I don't really think that it's unfortunately that Jeff's not here. It might be fortunately <laughs> that Jeff's not here, right? For all of us, <laughs> so Jeff's not here to defend himself. This is going to be a chance for everyone else to speak just a little bit more. I know, but Jeff's like kicking butt. He's working out. He's losing weight. Like what am I looking for? He is. Looks great. He's he's down forty pounds. He's yeah, down forty awesome. pounds in the last like two months. It's crazy. Well, I think his goal. He had a he had a big goal to be able to, to knock out. Was it a hundred? If I remember that correctly. Something like that. Yeah. That's so awesome. pretty soon I'm gonna have to call him like string bean or stretch or something like that. <laughs> We're gonna have to call him a zipper if he turns to the side, sticks his tongue out. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> and we're off. And we're off. So Robbie, so, like, you can't, you can't defend just, uh, himself. <laughs> Give people a sense of kind of where you're at and uh, and what your team looked like, I don't know, circa beginning of 2016, two years ago. So beginning of 2016, we were a team of five. I had myself, my wife, a, a full-time admin that is uh, Amber, who's uh, my, my right-hand lady. She uh, She's also licensed, and we had... Okay. Uh, Two buyers assistants, so they've been they've been with me for for quite a while, and um, you know that particular year we did 135 ish transactions, right at right at 30 million, just a touch over 30 million. Um, you know, been in the business, a lifelong resident of Lafayette, Louisiana, uh, south center center of the boot. The uh, you know been in real estate for about 12 years. I was an individual agent for seven, and then you know the the idea of of teams kind of kind of came up and. Been kind of dabbling that, trying to figure out figure out the way. I'll, you know, I'll probably jump in as you know. I, I, sometimes I feel like I'm, I need to be on the, the the one that's on the on the listening side of this podcast. So I'm very humbled to to be here. First of all, so thank you all for having me. Uh, so you know, it, it, getting back at you know, 2016 was a great year for us. We've been kind of in a down market, and uh, we ended up hiring uh, four new four new agents to jump in on our team. And and last year, 2017, we we did a. We had a great year. We had uh, 237 uh, transaction size for just over 57 million. So it was a, uh, and it was, it was, it was fantastic. So it's been a fun ride, and, and looking forward to this year. It's what's the size yeah, of your team? It's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. We are now uh, a team of ten. We just recently hired a couple of a couple of months ago a second full time assistant to help out with the transaction coordinator size. Um, the team is, you know. 
I, I am I am of the opinion that I want to be give the the agents their ability to to list and sell their own properties. So I don't ever, nobody has their own specific role. Uh, I want them to be able to grow and not feel like they're limited and plugged into a, a hole. That doesn't necessarily mean that's the the only way to do it because there's more than one way to skin a cat. But I, you know I find that. They, they they like the they like the challenge of being able to uh, list their own properties and they want that ability to be able to do that and uh, we, we want to give them all the tools in the toolbox to be able to do so. Very cool. All right, and and so I'm trying to trace back kind of at one point you really got turned on to the team concept because Robbie, you and I met at I think Real Estate Success Rocks Patrick Lilly's conference. I think it was when Jeff spoke there. And I don't know, like it was it that at that conference that you kind of got turned on to the team concept because Jeff did a keynote there. But were you already kind of aware of that and, and thinking about it before that? I would say we had a we had a buyer's agent uh, at the time, and like I said, really kind of fumbling around and and uh, trying to figure it out on on my own. And you know, we've, I've gone to I've gone to conferences for as long as I've been in real estate, and you know. Mm -hmm. Part of it would be, I'd say, probably stubbornness and just doing it my own. And at the end of the day, there's so much knowledge out there from from everybody that comes on to, onto this podcast. Uh, there's there's a lot of knowledge out there. There's no sense of recreating the wheel. You know, uh, Andy gave me the the analogy and the metaphor of just splitting the atoms. Just find out what works for you, and using those using those nuggets that everybody else has, and put a piece of piece of their uh, information and, and plug it into your daily business. And that's what you know. Me going to all these different uh, uh, conferences over the years has definitely helped out. Yeah, and and just uh, I'll play devil's advocate for a second because I know there's a lot of people that will listen to just the first part of what we've talked about and look at the numbers and go, okay, we well, you doubled your volume, like roughly doubled your transactions, but you also doubled your agents. So, oh, well, that means you went out and you found some other top producer or, or some producing agents and brought them onto your team. Is that really the way it went down, or are you working with predominantly newer agents? We worked. We wanted to actually have agents that had been in the business for two years. Uh, part of that, you know, I've, I've hired people in the past that were brand new and, and I know other folks have done really well with hiring folks brand new, but we wanted people to kind of have the pain of not having the people to be able to talk to and basically give them the tools to be able to do so. So we had some people that were doing that were doing some pretty significant volume. But one of the cool things about our, our plugging them in, in into our team, everybody that joined Last year in 2016, made at least 20% more money than they did the previous year as an individual agent. Some of them even doubled. So, okay. you know, basically, we we give them the tools, we give them the back end support with Amber and the marketing and all that. You know, it's basically mm -hmm. keys to the Ferrari, if you will. Plug them in and then let them run. Very very cool. And of course, being able to hold them accountable. So, you know, yeah. I'll give I'll give Andy and Jeff. They've done a, a fantastic job of giving us kind of a framework of how to structure our meetings. We structure a lot of our meetings. Uh, Monday mornings at 8.15, every every Monday we do an accountability meeting, which goes through all of the calls and the contacts and the appointments that the contracts written, contracts accepted, and being able to do that in public with everybody else staring at you. If somebody else doesn't hit their goal, it makes it a little bit tougher. So being out in front of everybody and, and knowing that it's out, you know, know that other people are out there and using the gecko board so they can constantly see where they're at without us having to drill down uh, to, to beat on them, if you will, they do it. They do it to themselves within within that uh, that public atmosphere through the team. That is it's true, and, and so. Andy, you can speak to this a lot. But I was I was talking to a guy who does sales coaching for kind of a mix of agents and financial advisors and some mortgage and title people, and I was kind of sharing with them some of the things that 
that I've noticed, and I'm sure Andy, you've noticed the same thing, which is you don't have to be a superstar running those meetings. Like the meetings themselves don't need to be groundbreaking. They don't need to be transformational. Nobody needs to walk on coal. Um, just the ag, the simple act of people knowing that I'm responsible for like two or three metrics and I have to get up and say, in for, say those in front of other people, there doesn't have to really be a lot more than that. It, it, you're absolutely right. The act of having the meeting, right, is the most important act you can have. Right, just having the meeting where it's a spot where everybody gets together, like Robbie said, I'm going to have to get up and speak. Mm -hmm. And just giving them, like you said, Matt, a couple, two or three metrics that they're going to have to track in front of the team keeps mm -hmm. it top of mind throughout the entire week. Yeah. Right? And, 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 and a lot of uh, – um, I will constantly be walking up and down the hallway, and I talk to somebody, and I'm like, hey, what's going on? Nice to see you in the office today. And they're like, well, yeah, i got to get my calls in. Right. Or, hey, I got to get my contacts in or, hey, guess what? I got two appointments. I'm super excited. So I know it's top of mind just for the simple fact of it's in conversation constantly. Right. And it's easy. It costs you nothing. And, and I, you know me, I'm a big proponent of do the free stuff. Right. Do all the free stuff that you can do uh, to help create that accountability. And everybody's got those tools to create the accountability. It's just doing it. Right. That's the hardest part is just doing it. Everybody always wants to know, well, I've got to like uh, Robbie said, I got to recreate the wheel for 60 minutes every Monday. No, you don't, right? Just get everybody in the same room and have an outline of what it is that you'd like to discuss and accomplish and let it go from there. Yeah, yeah I like to make the, the kind of the running joke. Nobody wants to sit in a meeting that could have been knocked out in an email. <laughs> you know, we don't need to go and we don't need to uh, go over everything and hammer stuff out for an hour when you can knock everything out in 20 minutes. So going and, and having everybody say their metrics, run through everything that they've got going, anything new that's coming up, and then follow. we'll follow up with uh, – you know, on, on Thursdays, do something that's productivity training to be able to help them sharpen the tools that are in their tool chest to be just a little bit better than they were uh, the week before. So, yeah, and in addition, Andy's been really awesome about getting the, getting the framework setting up for us for our one-on-one -on -one meetings. We do 15 minutes every week, and, you know, for us, it was about what to talk about, what to be consistent with, how do we help them, and how do we dig a little bit deeper into their Boomtown or Commission Sync or Tiger Leads or whatever your whatever your lead gen, gen platform happens to be, how can you make them a little bit better and, and hold them a little bit more accountable to, to what's going on? So that's been, a, that's been a huge help. And then talk about whatever rocks are in, are in their shoe to be able to help them uh, get through that deal that's, that's given them all kind of problems or whatever that happens to look like. So. Yeah. And making it consistent every week. So, yeah, you that's, that's said the magic so word. Yeah, consistent. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's and the that's, thing is, is accountability yeah. is it's a partnership, right? And you've got to make sure that they understand that, right? There's too often people want to frame it as, oh, you're getting sent to the principal's office, right? 15 minutes a week, I got to go in and I got to talk to the boss. Nope. These 15 to 20 minute meetings every week, they are accountability meetings and it's a partnership. They explain to you what they want, what goal they want to reach, where they want to get with their, not only their business, but their personal life. And then it is your job as the leader, right? We're doing almost twice as much work, right? To get ready right. for that 20 minute meeting because when they come in there, I got to show them how I can help them get there, right? Yeah. And that's, that's on me as a leader. And a lot of times the first thing I'll tell a leader to do is, well, look in the mirror and find out what can you offer as value, Right. It's easy just to crack the whip and yell at somebody, but then, you know what, you can spend all your time and money on retention, right, and, and recruiting and, and bringing new people. It's, it's a really big testament to, obviously, to Jeff and just our team here is how we're able to grow in size every year and retain. We have agents who have been on our team five or six years, right? That's awesome. And so, yeah, and Robbie, I know that you're doing the same thing, and I, and I, and I can tell when you got that clarity, right, because I can tell when your questions start to change. 
<laughs> yes, <laughs> like instead of what absolutely. to do, and then it's how to do, and right, and then how to do better. So that's awesome. Well, it's interesting, Andy, that you mentioned that, like the the two sided part of this, because it it is a hundred percent true. And I don't think a lot of leaders think of it this way, but <clears throat> when you schedule up. A, a consistent meeting where people are reporting in to you, especially like Robbie in your case, where I think you're physically getting people together in an actual space. And I know this is the same for Jeff and the team there in Omaha. I mean, it's it's very, and you know, not everybody might agree with this analogy, but it's very similar to running a church or running any, any other type of organization where you have people that are looking to you for leadership. It forces you as the leader to then think about what you want to say to them that they need to hear for that week. Uh, Greg Harrelson is a genius at this. I mean, we we do um, we did a recording session here last week where he was just going through some of the things that were on his mind that he was talking to his team about. And I, I would, at some point, he needs to offer that as like a, a something. Like he needs to let people in on that because what he does is he shows up every week to his accountability call with his agents and he has something specific, some 10 or 15 minute thing that he wants to to speak on that he knows they need to know and, and needs to absorb at, at that point in time. And the more that you schedule like those consistent meetings with your agents and they're expected to give something to you, it forces you to think about, okay, how do I serve them? And that's and Andy, that's exactly what you're talking about, the two-way accountability partnership. Absolutely right. Every 20-minute meeting that I have with every agent, I have a mirrored scheduled time in my time block where I'm spending 20 minutes on that agent, figuring out what I can do to help them get to where they need to get so that when I show up to that meeting, there's value there. I've spent time on them. I'm thinking about them outside of that just that 20 minutes that I see them. Right. And I got really interesting. So run that by me again, just to clarify. So for every 20 minutes that you have blocked out on the calendar when you're actually meeting with an agent, you have a mirrored time on your Mm -hmm. calendar that's just set aside for you to think and prepare for that session. Yep. So pretend Robbie's an agent on my team and Mm -hmm. I have a 20 minute meeting with Robbie at 1120 every Monday morning. Um, He's I probably will have him later in the week, Thursday, where I'll have the exact time block, 20 minutes, Robbie bro, and I'll be working on, okay, what's Robbie doing right now? And, and I'll also use that time to probably reach out to him via text, maybe a Facebook, you know what I mean, for the agents on our team. And I'll say, hey, how are things going? Hey, I know we talked about this Monday. Did you get that done? Where are you at with that? How'd that go? Whatever it was. And then I'm thinking, what value am I going to bring to that meeting next Monday at 1120, you know what I mean, to make sure that we can take it the next step? You've got, it's, it's uh, I don't know, professors call it office hours, right? Therapists call it planning time. You know, teachers, curriculum writing. It's all the same stuff. You've got to have time. It doesn't do any good for me just to show up and be like, oh, yeah, where are we at, right? You've got to be intentional. And I know we use that term a lot, but you've got to be intentional about it. And so it really forces me, just like if uh, I'm going to run the team meeting on a Monday because Jeff's out of town, meeting is about an hour long. I spend about 45 minutes getting ready for that meeting, right, to make sure that I'm adding the team, adding value to the team. So, yeah, absolutely. You've got to do that. Andy, you had a you had a great little writer downer right there. It's it's super important to and this is something I could definitely work on too, is reaching out to them in the middle of the week of things that they had committed to. Say, hey man, where are you from this? We had our meeting on Monday. Man, that's it's it's following up and they have a chance to be able to, to, to jump back in and have that. So folks out there listening, write that the down. Follow up and the and, and, and follow the soft up, touch is huge. Another little, another little tidbit that, that he's given us, too, is uh, it, when we're talking about all the, the free stuff, we like to do shout outs via, via group text on our, on our team. We're a, group of, we're a group of 10. So when somebody puts it out on uh, when somebody puts something under contract, we put a little shout out to everybody and, and everybody gets the, the hoorah and congrats and all that fun stuff. And it's good to get it's good to get some positive feedback going on because all of the other craziness that's going on with your buyers and sellers aggravated about this, that, and the other, it's, it's nice to have something positive coming back to you and it doesn't cost anything. So, you know, I, I find it, it helps out quite a bit. 
Very cool. Uh, so, Robbie, take me back. I know that the the initial kind of catalyst for all this was Amber going to the uh, the workshop, and so she she actually came, I think, by herself or something. She actually came she to did. the workshop, and uh, and then I think you ended up attending as well. But the real catalyst was her coming through, and then you guys jumped on the the live stream uh, kind of platform and, and jumped into that. And so, how long have you guys been working together? And and what was the initial? Well, tell me first of all, how long ago was that? And and then we'll kind of fit it into the story here. So uh, Amber and I have been working together for five years. Uh, she jumped into the, oh, actually, let me backtrack a little bit. One of her, one of her favorite and every, every uh, probably ad, admin across the country that's get, that works with a real estate team could probably say this, the, the team leader and somebody else may go take off to a conference and we've got all these big ideas and mm. guess who gets to get just, just spat on from left <laughs> and right, this, that, and the right. other from all these crazy ideas. And, you know, it ends up, but now we're like, oh, look, that man can do it. But, you know, the Jeff and them had offered a, a workshop specifically for admin. So Kevin Kevin kind of led that up to, to see what that looks like on, on the back end. And I, I think, uh, you know, Amber and Kevin both both share a, a love for spreadsheets. And I got to watch that. But, you know, <laughs> so, but what, was, what was really cool is it gave them kind of a framework of how to how to do what the admin are supposed to do because we've got all these crazy ideas and we were throwing these things out there but how do you, how do we put that in a, into a framework and she came back and 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 basically did what I've done to her for years and years and years <laughs> <laughs> I love it she's like payback is great and I love it <laughs> oh that's awesome but it worked out really cool man and you know one of the that actually spawned the the topic of that was I want to say it was September, October, something like that of 2016. And that's what spawned the topic of, hey, let's send out an email to we actually sent out an email to the entire association of we are hiring. Um, we've, we've got a pretty good footprint over in the Lafayette market. We've you know, we've, we've consistently been one of the one of the top teams in Acadiana. And uh, when we, we sent that out, we had a great response back to everybody. People are thinking about what's going on for the new year. If they're making change, you know, if it's uh, if a if a new company or a new team or, or whatever that happens to look like, we got a great response out of the uh, out of that out of that uh, that letter that we sent out to everybody, and you know we hired four great we have hired four great people, um, and it worked out really well. So, you know, the that's actually what what spawned the, the growth of the team, and then we ended up jumping in for the uh, the workshop. My wife and Amber and I all took off to Omaha and uh, got to hang out with you guys. And, Risk so going, going back to intention, so so initially the intention was just we we you know we've got more leads than we can handle. We want to grow. Let's let's see what, what happens, and then you end up hiring four people. What was the what was the intention? What was the goal going into 2017? Were you planning to double? Um, was that something that happened as a result of the people that you brought on, or was that what was that your intention to double in volume? The the intention was to get we we had you know the the two agents that we had they had more leads than they knew what to come up with and we were planning on having you know maybe two people pop up to be able to help with some of that lead flow and we ran into a wonderful problem of a whole bunch of people applying and a lot of really great fits that would you know we're we are very defensive of our culture. Uh, I want to have people that want to be there and want to be part of the team and want to be and and uh, and support everybody else. And that was super important for for everybody. We want to get along. I mean, at the end of the day, we spend most of our life. We spend more time with the folks that we work with than we do sometimes our own kids. Because you know, I, 
I know I work all, a, a lot of crazy hours and I see everybody else over here. I want to like the people that I work with. So that was, we were very intentional on, on the way we hired. We made it, uh, we, we went through a three step interview process. So it's, it's, uh, they would, they would meet with Heather and Amber, uh, my wife and, and Amber, they would meet up with them. We'd have a second one. And then the third one would be, would be with the three of us when we talked about everything. So but very intentional to where, it's not like, hey, please, please come to me. We're, we're, you know, we want people that want to be here and want to work to get there, much like Jeff and, and uh, the Omaha Elite team. Awesome. <clears throat> well, Andy, what was your impressions and what were some of the things that you felt like Robbie put in place that contributed to all of this? Well, I think the number one thing was uh, he, he started to become very intentional about what it is that he wanted to do. Right. Everybody always says, I want to double my numbers. I want to double the size of my team. I want to crush it. Right. I want to kill it. And he came back and I know that he he spoke about it just now was that recruiting is he understood the value of the culture that he already had because his team was pretty small. Right. Yeah. And and everybody likes everybody. And I'm telling you, one bad apple can kill that. Right. It's so expensive to have a bad hire. And I love the fact that he had these lofty goals. But yet, and he had all these people that wanted to join his team, right, just by sending out the hiring email and just getting into it, that he still pumped the brakes and was serious mm -hmm. about who it is he wanted to hire. Because, I mean, we've interviewed a lot of agents, and it's very tempting that you want to grow your team, you want to make money, all this stuff, and then you have people knocking down your door to get in. And how many of them, right, have the foresight to really say, whoa, I'm really going to do this the right way, right? Yeah. And I think one of the pieces that he probably – implemented was that and I, and I know that we hammered that right when we were when at the workshop we're like it's expensive to make a bad hire man make sure that you're taking the right steps and protect culture at all costs and it sounds like he's done a wonderful job of doing that yeah you know what's what's funny kind of adding on to that the the the, the volume and the sides and the money all that follows what everybody likes each other you can have you do a you can have a stud, but if they're killing everything else on the on the inside, people don't want to go into the office. So while you've got one person that's climbing up, you got a whole bunch of other folks that are going down, and you just don't need that. You know, we want to be happy when we come to work, and um, you know, it's it's a uh, it's been real rewarding to watch everybody be able to grow too. So that's that's another really neat thing we've implemented. Uh, kind of jumping back on, and I'll we'll get back into the accountability side. Uh, vision boards for the team for the year. Whenever you're when you're setting goals, it's not necessarily what how many units you want to do, how much money you want to make. That's all great. You know, uh, Jeff mentioned wanted to lose a bunch of weight and and have an action plans attached to that. You know, how can we support everybody else on on some of the other things, whether it's family goals, vacation goals, whatever whatever that looks like, and then us as the leaders being able to help them achieve their goals that they made, not the goals that we made. So it's, you know, when you're, when you got the principle, which the, the metaphor we talked about before, when the principal's harping on you, but you didn't do this, that, or the other, it was your goals that you made and you want us to help you. And this is what we want to do. We want to be able to help you hit those goals, whatever they happen to be that align with the, with the family life you've got going on at home. Yep. And, and the two things there, one is I want to jump back real quick to talk about, I'm going to use a sports analogy because I'm Matt loves those. <laughs> is when he's talking about, uh, Robbie was talking about, you may have a guy on your team or a lady on your team who's a rock star, right? And she's crushing it with the units. He or she's crushing it with the units, but they're they're a, a culture killer, right? And I, I always equate it to, yeah, I got that guy on my basketball team who averages 30 points, right, a game, but he plays no defense, 
right? And it's always weird how the teams seem to go off. The guy goes off that he's guarding. And, or do I take that guy? So, you know, he scores 30, but he gives up 35. Is that helping me? Right. Or do I have, or do I have that, that, that team player, right. Who maybe puts up 15 points a game, but shuts the other guy down, which one, right. Which one is the one that I want on my team. Right. And, and, and you've got to think about it. And, and, and I know that the numbers and all that are going to be very uh, tempting. Right. And sometimes you have to fail forward and you just got to see it and deal with it yourself. Right. Before you'll listen, just like a lot of the agents don't see the value of joining a team until they've been out there and know how hard it is to create business on their own. And then, like Robbie said, hey, yeah, you know what? If you've gone through a few pitfalls, you've struggled a little bit, and then you join my team, you'll be able to appreciate all the value that I'm offering, right? And then that gets them on board. So there, that was the uh, only sports analogy that I'll throw at you today, man. I know you love them. That's too bad, man. I could, I could, got I could go deep on the different trajectories of Golden State and Oklahoma City. <laughs> no, I know. It's like it's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right, Robbie. So let's dip into this. We've got some some powerhouse people that have been watching off and on throughout the show. Everybody from Mark Martin to Buddy Blake, uh, Dan Hamilton out in South Carolina. Um, so I know uh, there's probably a lot of people that are curious uh, that kind of watching the whole virtual brokerage phenomenon, either from a distance or maybe some of them from the inside. Um, I mean, we, you know, uh, Greg McDaniel, my co-host on my main show, Real Estate Uncensored, just switched over his entire team uh, to EXP. And Robbie, you made the jump over to EXP. I'm just curious, kind of what's been your experience and, and why? What was the main driver? Well, um, it's kind of twofold. I think the... You know, we we started about a week ago, so it's it, it's been a wild ride so far. So one of the things that actually kind of drove us was the real estate industry as a whole is kind of is is kind of taking a similar path to the blockbusters versus Netflix and the mm-hmm. you know, the bookstores over to Amazon and Amazon to everything else in the world where you can get everything online and where where can you. Um, lower your costs for things that are out there, whether it's training or technology or lead gen or you know all the tools that are out there how can you help lower those costs to be able to run a more pop- profitable business and the most you know one of the most expensive things that are out there are the brick and mortar or the brick and mortar rent you know that's that's a huge expense and everything ends up working its, itself on the cloud with with exp that was one of the nice little drivers the other side of that was you know we've got a way to potentially zero base or get another uh, another passive income side through uh, revenue share from from the recruiting model that happens to come up so where the the expenses that you do have you've got the the ability to be able to decrease those or zero base those or possibly even turn it to where you're making a profit and not having not having any expenses at all and that was huge based on uh being agent owners with uh as as stockholders so as the as the company performs and i think as of as of today it was up to ten dollars and sixty cents i bought i bought stock in the lower twos several months ago when we first started kind of kicking this thing around it's uh it's it's pretty awesome to see how Fast, this company's growing from a national, even global perspective at the moment, and uh, you know, big teams around. You know, there's there's a shift moving on, and there's a reason there's a reason for it, and uh, we're looking forward to this year. I think it's going to be a cool one. 
Well, and I think one of the key questions that, that a lot of agents in your position would have, and of course I've, I've got, you know, we're dealing with the same things or, or, you know, planning for the same kinds of questions that will come up, which is the culture part of it. So how do you preserve the culture when you don't have a physical space or, or maybe you do have a physical space where you bring people to, but how have you dealt with that and how do you encourage your agents to be productive when you don't have that brick and mortar space that they have to show up to? Well, we're, we're, you know, I wish I could tell you I've got all the answers for that. One of the things that we were, we're, we're really intentional about is having our own space. I come from a, a, a great company that was 200 agents strong, but we wanted our own space to maintain our own culture for our own team and have our own people. And, you know, everything that's going on have the vibe that we wanted to uh, maintain and defend uh, and having that spot you know this is just one of the one of the little avenues that popped up so we got a we got a nice size little office for our team and the ability to grow some of those be able to grow that team with the space for expansion and set up for for that route for the team size um, okay. you know because I, I still feel like people meeting face to face for teams it's super important to, for everybody to be on the same page and still be able to add the value for that you know they mm -hmm. Team members come to be on a team to have help, to have leads, to have support, to have marketing, to have admin, to back end support, all that fun stuff. And, you know, on EXP, you've got a lot of that that help. Amber's got a lot of that help through the cloud with Skyslope, which is is an additional uh, uh, it's a transaction manager for those for those folks that that don't know, which is part of your part of your technology fees that are attached, which is way cheaper than it would be if I were to go hire it out on our own. Mm -hmm. And uh more tools for the tool chest. We always talk about the one with the most arrows as the as the, the better shot to make the kill. So doesn't mean there's a golden one in there, but you know I like my I like my chances with more arrows than I do with one. Very cool, Andy. What's your? I'm I'm curious what your opinion is on the whole virtual brokerage thing. You know what we've uh, we obviously like it because uh, we understand obviously the accountability aspect of it, and Robbie touched on it, right? And that's hard to do. It's not hard. It's a different model right, yeah. for the accountability. And it, um, it's something that we obviously understand already with Elite Real Estate Systems. I have a 15 minute call every week, right, with every single one of our clients that we do with, and it's, and it's, a, it's a coaching call, but it's also an accountability call. Being able to speak to every person every week. And then obviously we do all of our, we believe in it, and we believe it's possible because we do all of our training, right? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, no matter the topic, we do it all virtual. Right. We broadcast it out. And uh, now, obviously, for our team here in Omaha, you can come in, see it live. We've noticed that when we just did it um, in person, no cameras, we get about 10 to 15 people right to come to each training. And we had about, I don't know, 30 to 40 at the time agents on the team. Well, now we're getting 30 to 40 of our 50 agents on the team are are not physically showing up, but they're watching it online. Right. So we just for that simple, um, simple act of actually giving it to people to view it virtually, we're getting twice as many people on our team actually participating in the trainings. So obviously we're a big believer in it. It's really helped our team here in Omaha. I know that for sure. Awesome. Well, going back to uh, to expanding the team, uh, Robbie, why don't you share with people kind of how, like if they're listening and they're in Louisiana or they know some agents that are kind of in your area, where Lafayette is at and how they can reach out and connect with you if they if they or themselves or, or some of the in their circle is interested in potentially joining you. Well, our, our uh, office number is 337-267-4099, comes over to us. That's our, that's our direct line there. Uh, you can always email me, Robbie at RobbieBro.com. I'm, I'm available all the time. 
much too uh, <laughs> probably too available sometimes. But that's uh, that's, that's another right. Andy, conversation that for another day. You just made a bit. We need to have a call. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never say you're available all the time. Come on. All right. Uh, and then Andy, you guys have got a, a workshop coming up in Omaha, correct? Uh, yeah, we got uh, we got actually two workshops coming up. We have uh, I know that February nineteenth is our one for February, and then I believe it is the, yep, the 22nd in January, and I know the 22nd's coming up in about a week and a half, um, but the February one, obviously, about a month and a half out, and uh, we are running um, a uh, discount for those two, January and February, so it's $14.97 to come out to the workshop, come, workshop, come out to Omaha, it's a full Full day on a Monday, you get to actually sit in on our team meeting, our team accountability meeting, and then you get to spend the entire day with uh, me, Jeff, and uh, Kevin going over all the different topics. Um, and then that 1497 not only gets you here, but it also allows you to bring a guest as well. So you can bring an agent on your team, bring your admin, send your admin like Robbie did, but you might as well just hey, come because- a, I will tell you, that was an absolute game changer for me. And you know, most of it is having buy-in not only from you know my wife and I we we make the decisions on everything but having Amber who's also really really heavily ingrained in and so the decisions that are out there when you have buy-in from them and helping out with uh, some of the decisions that are going on it it makes the the goal setting and the vision and the focus that much better and you know I'll, I'll tell you there was a ton of knowledge when we went over to Omaha uh, that was in the room you know they had some really heavy hitters out out there that were doing 200, 300, 400 transactions a year and, you know, all coming out to learn just a little bit more. You know, I think that the neat thing about the atmosphere that's over there is that everybody as big of a star in, in their markets is always looking to learn a little bit more. What can you pick up? What can you use? What can you make that, that's a little bit different? And, you know, Jeff and Andy and Kevin did a, a phenomenal job of setting the framework. I mean, there was more information in that in that one day period you know, we had we we've had to be pretty intentional about taking those action plans out there and and knocking out and you know well it sounds somewhat crazy we had great we had great success there's a ton of stuff that's left that's on there almost to the fact we we need to go back one to two more times or more so and it's it's on the it's on the radar for us to be able to do it and uh you know we we it's 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 something that's going to be planned we just got to get this move office move kind of uh fizzled out so we definitely plan on spending a lot more time with them because i mean I, I can't tell you guys enough that are that are looking out there they've been phenomenal in and in instrumental in helping us grow that's awesome right. thanks robbie yeah appreciate it man Cool. All right, guys. So that's uh, as far as how to connect. Just go to EliteRealEstateSystem.com. That is the way not only to connect with the, the workshop and learn more about that, but also about the live stream program that Robbie is a part of where he gets that 15-minute uh, call that Andy referred to. You can also check out the podcast. All the back episodes are there. Uh, if you like the podcast and you want to get it on your mobile device, that is very easy. Go to iTunes or Stitcher or your favorite podcast app and subscribe so that you get the uh, the latest episodes delivered right to your uh, right to your phone. Uh, Robbie, quick. Quick question for you from from the audience, the uh, the peanut gallery here. Josh West asks, "Are you using Boomtown?" Yes, I am. We we switched in um, let's say March or April, I believe. I was with. I, I feel like I've tried them all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've gone from Tiger Leads. We went to Commissions Inc. for a while. We're currently with Boomtown. We're super satisfied with them. I love to be able to go back onto the back end uh, statistics to see who people are calling, how many times they're calling. Emails, texts, all that fun stuff. So it's it's been 
it's been a it's been a great instrument to use. Now that being said, uh, the the instrument is only good as the way you manage it. So if you're not making calls, every lead generation system is terrible. So it's just <laughs> that's, that's, that's just goal. how it is. So <laughs> that's true. You know, you'll you'll get a you'll get a couple of uh, unicorns that pop in and want to go buy a a, a, a great price home. You know, that want to see it right now. I mean, that's going to happen from time to time. But the the magic is in the touches, and the magic is in the following up with the people that you've already spoken to, and staying on top and having a plan about staying on top of those of those buyers, so they don't call on anybody else. Because nowadays everybody's talking to everybody. So if you're not yeah. intentional and you're not adding value to that client. They will walk away because there's nothing. There's nothing that you offer them, even because you're just nice. Yeah. So, say anything better, Robbie. Value. Right. All right, guys. Well, that is all the time that we have. We've got a couple more questions. So, Robbie, if you have uh, if you have time to check out the Facebook Fire comments away. later, you can. Uh, there's a couple questions from Flip and Josh that we are not going to be able to get to live because it's too in depth and maybe worth uh, reaching out to Robbie directly uh, about that as well, guys. So, again, thank you so much, everybody that's watching and listening live. We had a lot of heavy hitters that were watching this episode, so I know they got uh, not only did they get a ton of value out of it, but hopefully everyone that watched or listened did. And uh, if you are, um, yeah, just keep an eye out for future episodes. We're basically live every Wednesday morning right here on Facebook around the same time. And we're either interviewing and mastermind with people like Robbie that are doubling their business, or we're talking to some of the top team leaders, operations people, and sales managers across the country. So we've got more and more great episodes to come, guys. So stay tuned. Andy, Robbie, thank you guys so much. Yeah. 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 Yeah.